It's Monday, November 9th, and you're listening to Uprise Radio. Citizens and Patriots, this is Tyler with Uprise Radio. Today, we're going to cover what happened in this day in history during the Cold War. The Taliban is fighting each other over leadership as well. Uh, We're going to see what the Bible has to say about racism. And is Starbucks ditching Christmas? All of this right now. Some headlines from today. Consensus grows for a bomb as the cause of the Russian jet crash. This is supported by ISIS chatter and the sound of an explosion recovered from the plane's black box. The media has been scrutinizing and downright lying about Ben Carson. A new study says that Christianity could vanish in the Middle East within a decade. And on this day in history, during the Cold War... Mr. Gorbachev... Tear down this wall. On this day in history, the Soviet Union and East German officials actually uh, opened up the Berlin Wall and the next day um, Germans started to tear the wall down. In 1989, this happened. That was uh, a clip soundbite from Ronald Reagan's uh, famous speech that he uh, addressed the world earlier in the year, and this brought to a new era for uh, the Western world and an important moment in our modern history. Also for today, to uh, add to our discussion that we had last week on what's going on in the Middle East and all the conflicts and how complicated all the players are and all the religions. News out today now says that uh, Taliban leaders, Taliban factions are battling each other over choice of new leader, uh, Afghan official says. This is from Fox News. Um, Taliban insurgents loyal to rival leaders have been fighting in the southeastern province of Afghanistan, where about 50 men on both sides have been killed uh, in the past two days, an Afghan official said on Sunday. So they can't just help... Win for losing. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of the story of the Middle East there. Yes. Um, fighters in a breakaway faction led by Mullah Mohammed Razul have been joined by ISIS militants, according to a governor of a province there. Razul was elected supreme leader of the Taliban last week by a faction that does not support Mullah Akhtar Mansur. Sure who assumed power after the death of Taliban leader Mullah Mohammed Omar. Omar Omar had been declared dead for uh, two years in July. Um, So now they're... Was he really? I don't know. The plot thickens. I think it might have been by airstrike. 
Oh, well, yeah, it's kind of hard not to be dead if there's an airstrike. Yeah. But anyways, ongoing saga. It's been going on for thousands of years. And if we're around for thousands of years, it probably will still be around. I would The guess. conflict. That seems to be the way these things work. Yes. Also news today, the president of the university in Missouri has stepped down amid calls for his resignation for not addressing supposed racism going on um, going on on the campus and against students of the campus. This is actually just really, really ridiculous. Um, it's the whole liberal the whole liberal college experience or liberal colleges are now backfiring on him where their own students, <laughs> and and sheeple um, are stabbing them in the back. Kind of reaping and sowing going on there. Yeah, there's a whole list of just utter nonsense claims by the students um, that the president did not address and he was supposed to. It, you can look them up online. But anyways, my main point here is to segue that into... Does the Bible address racism? And actually, on church last Sunday, we the sermon was in James chapter 2. And I'm going to read James 2, 1, verses 1 through 4. Um, and I believe the, the Bible goes beyond just racism. It goes beyond partiality and favoritism among all groups, among classes, um, and then just among, even in the same Whites against whites, blacks versus blacks. Um, so, uh, James 2. My brethren, do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality. For if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings and fine apparel, and there should also come in a, in a poor man in filthy clothes, and you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes, and say to him, You sit here in a good place. And then you say to the poor man, You stand there or sit here at my footstool. Have you not shown partiality among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? I thought that was just a great passage um, that in America people see racism as this big divide or that that's the big issue. And, and you know what? It's, it's not as big. There is minor instances of true racism in this country, but, but we're over a lot of that. That's been history now for years. But favoritism and and showing partiality and looking down upon each other for externals, really. I mean, external, yeah. Whatever the case is, that is still going on, and one of the one of the many problems that we have today in America. Yeah, it's definitely alive and well in you know, like high school, where you know, among girls, if you don't look a certain way, you're kind of in the out crowd, and if you look and act a certain way, you're kind of in the in crowd, and. I mean, there's all different ways of showing partiality. And this one in James does address like your outward appearance and your kind of whether you appear affluent or not. But I mean, there's other there's other passages that talk about, you know, if you greet only your brothers. I mean, that's pretty general. Yeah. Anybody who's just like me, I'm all for them. Anyone who's not just like me, they're suspect. I'm not so sure about that. Yep. You know, it's yeah. Expe that especially happens in. Uh, the public school system and the colleges that we have today. Mm -hmm. um, so this this passage was convicting. I thought it was good. Maybe 
each one of you guys out there and gals can look at that and go, where am I showing personality? Where am I showing favoritism? And each of us look in the mirror. Yeah, for sure. So interesting, uh, Starbucks is really making the news these days. Um, and, and it's really because of a bright red cup. That sounds dangerous. I know. Kind of like the commie cup or something. I don't know. Ooh. I know. Beware the commie cup. <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid's out. The hipster generation doesn't drink the Kool-Aid. They drink the coffee. Okay. Sorry. Way they still, off They still take the Kool-Aid. Yeah, all that too. Well, they get that in preschool. You get the Kool-Aid in preschool, the coffee. I was talking about literal Kool-Aid. Oh. <laughs> Figurative Kool-Aid. Um, yeah, so Starbucks apparently, and I haven't paid this close attention to it in years past, but apparently they usually have come pre-Christmas, a.k.a. November, um, they usually have a red cup with, like, Christmassy designs on it or something. And apparently this year they shocked the world by just releasing a red cup with no design on it. <gasps> I know. Woe betide. Okay, so <laughs> I'm a little weirded out by the Christians responding to this with with that noise Tyler just made. Because since when have we expected Starbucks to act like a Christian company? Since when have we expected them to sort of, you know, tip their hat to, you know, Christmas or Easter or any of the other things that are distinctly Christian holidays? Um, I really think since they kind of came out against everything that we like with, you know, supporting perversion, you know, being anti-guns, whatever, um, I kind of think we would have gotten the message by now and not expected them to, like, make us happy. So, I mean, other than coffee. Coffee makes you happy. But anyway, so we already know they're not a Christian I company. I, I don't drink coffee. Yeah, I know you don't drink coffee. More's the pity. Um... So, so okay, so the Christians are all freaking out, and that's kind of weird to me. But on a, on a common sense note, they're a private company. They can put whatever they want or don't want on their cups. I would submit to you that um, this is their religious objection. I would say that they've already shown that they are not Christian company. They're not oriented toward things of God. I would say they tend toward atheism and the uh, atheism's close cousin that uh, coexist bumper sticker. I'd say that's a cousin there of atheism. Um, that is a religious system. And I think that this red cup scrubbing all notion, even the more secular ones like Santa, any mention of Christmas from their cup is just a religious expression for them. I don't have an issue with that, personally. If I don't like it, I'm not going to drink it. And, personally, I'm also glad that, that uh, their position is now visual enough that people are noticing. It's better than you being deceived and thinking, oh, I'll just buy from Starbucks. They're not that bad. When I guarantee you they're giving money to all sorts of stuff you wouldn't want to give money to. Maybe now people will think about that because they're so incredibly incensed over a bright red cup. Woe betide. Yes. <laughs> and if you do want to buy Starbucks, there is a campaign out there uh, from Facebook. A guy came up with a clever idea of, you know, when you go to Starbucks and you buy a coffee... 
and they ask you what your name is, you, you know, you say Tyler and they write Tyler on your cup. Well, they now say, tell them that your name is Merry Christmas. So they have to write Merry Christmas on their Starbucks cup. Oh, and then they get to, when it's your turn, they get to go Merry Christmas. Yep. <laughs> so that, I, I find that. That's amusing. <laughs> that is amusing. Yes. I just had a really cool idea too. If I make it out to a Starbucks anytime soon um, and I get a red cup, um, I am going to bring it home and use one of my white Sharpie paint pens and decorate it myself. I'm going to draw a really fantastic manger scene or something on it. I mean, and then I'm going to take a picture and I'm going to post it across social media and I'm going to hashtag it. What should we hashtag it? I don't know. There, there is a hashtag. There's going a out. Starbucks red cup. Yeah, hashtag. Star, yeah, there is a Starbucks red. It's Starbucks red cup. Is that what it yeah, is? Hashtag. It is. Yeah, yeah, but but we should like you know, Starbucks manger cup or Starbucks. I don't know. Christian cup. Christian cup. I don't know. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Starbucks. There, we will be sweet and kind and wish Starbucks a Merry Christmas. So if you get a red cup. And you have a white pen or a, even a Sharpie, a just regular black Sharpie. Take a good picture of it. Post it on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you're on. And hashtag it, Merry Christmas, Starbucks. That sounds really fun. I think I'm going to go get coffee, except for it's like 9 o'clock at night. <laughs> All right. Well, I think that wraps up tonight. Remember to look us up on Uprise Radio on Twitter and Facebook and SoundCloud and iTunes. Yes. And... Uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what you think about all the things we discussed tonight. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Starbucks, and good night. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.